Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the All Points Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Guilford, Coach JG. I'm here on campus at Upper Canada College in my office. Um, great opportunity in the time that I've been here to work with a lot of different sports that like day-to-day and I don't usually work with. So I want to go into our strength and conditioning program <clears throat> that I've used with a couple of different teams or currently am using and have these breakdowns. So today, uh, the breakdown is going to be in-season basketball. In-season basketball. Now, bas- I've been playing basketball since I was a kid, so that's a sport that I've, I've worked with a lot. Uh, for basketball, the strength and conditioning is not super specific, uh, not super in-depth, because you you gain so much. <clears throat> excuse me, you gain so much of the footwork and reaction time and things of that nature. I feel like better playing basketball than anything else. And bas- basketball is one of the sports where if, if you play it, you, you play it all the time. It's not necessarily like uh, rugby or, or or even hockey, where you know getting on the court. Getting on the ice or getting enough guys in the rugby pits to actually get a game going is hard to do. Whereas basketball, you kind of show up anywhere and play. You can play all day, every day. So for in-season basketball, I started working with our varsity team here when I started in November. And then our season just finished up uh, maybe two weeks ago at OFSA. Um, And, you know, the team was hampered by injuries. So I don't think they necessarily got as far as they wanted to in in our... uh, CISA uh, in our CISA league or in the in AFSA, but uh, they had some really big games. They had some really big games. Had some good games against some good teams. And so here's how we laid out the training. There, there, there wasn't a lot of change. I would stick with similar movements. And I, if you, you're familiar with my training style at all, I do like to work in waves. Waves, as in, uh, if we have a specific movement or a specific. <clears throat> modality or quality that we're trying to train we are going to get get after that for i like three weeks i think week one is introductory week two you can make progress week three you can build on that progress and you could probably almost certainly push week four or five and continue to make progress but then the diminishing returns increase so that's i like to rotate at the fourth week so uh, when the boys would come in we would do our pr reflexive performance reset i got them doing that on what the hip flexors the glutes and then anti-rotation with each other. And they became pretty familiar with that with our RPR warm-up wake-up drills, shoulders as well. And then similar, really similar to what I would do with my rowers and with my figure skaters as well, is we would do rotating footwork. So for my basketball guys, I mean, you gotta have the ankles. For basketball, you gotta have the ankles and the Achilles tendon. You gotta have that bounciness and that strength to it as well. So we take off the shoes and they would do tippy-toe walking, shin walking, inversion, eversion walking to really strengthen that foot-ankle complex. Uh, Primers. Usually when the basketball team was coming to see me, it was in the afternoon, it was after school. So, I mean, morning sessions are similar. Mental fatigue, right? After school, you do have mental fatigue. but, But I feel like the guys, they'd come in like pretty, fairly fired up. They'd come in awake. Like none of them were super groggy or anything like that. Sometimes it take take a while to get them going, but uh, so I would do stuff like partner get-ups. I love partner get-ups, especially for basketball, because when your guy when your teammate goes down, you want to be there to pick them up. So if you can get them doing partner get-ups in their strength and conditioning, <clears throat> that helps build camaraderie and, and build relations in the team. Uh, one of my other go-tos was like doing a banded lateral shuffle. So you're, they're in their defensive stance and they're laterally exploding out. 
and we've done those continually as in they go down for like 10 15 meters down the hallway and then we'd also i shortened it and we started doing it more controlled and reactively so they would extend out maybe like three meters stretch the band and then return was controlled and then explode out very simple for the primers we'd get through that stuff then for our strength work i made sure i had them doing some sort of carry every session and we had two kinds of sessions we had uh, recovery sessions that was after a game uh, and or before a game and then we had like real push sessions where we had no game the next day and we could really push right so keep that in mind I'll do the breakdown there uh, usually we were doing some sort of carry it could be farmers carry um, partner over the shoulder carry we've done at times I and a lot of this partner stuff I really got when I was a strength conditioning guy for Brandon University for men's basketball there. And we didn't, just due to the nature of how small the training center was, we didn't always have it to ourselves. And so, you know, I would have to, we got gen pop students just using our, the uh, strength conditioning area or the gym. And so we would have to do a lot of stuff, either just go up to the theater and kind of do body weight stuff or use other guys' bodies as body weight. So I, I've kept a lot of that stuff because I like it and it's fun. Um, plank variations, we would hit uh, weighted plank variations. You've probably heard me rant about how I've switched my isometric <clears throat> approach, and we do six second holds now. I learned that from Joe DeFranco. So we do six second holds, uh, partner loaded planks, um, ab wheels is another go to that I do for the abs, light lying leg raises, some of the guys got really good at. And. We all, I'd keep those in the session kind of regardless. Obviously, for the carries, they can load up a little bit more if it's a real work session and not just a recovery session. Um, going into games or go, doing recovery sessions, we would do some of the uh, building body armor. So I would get them doing a little complex with some dumbbells where they row, curl, overhead press, just getting a, a gentle pump to the body um, enough that it holds together for the, the, the game that they have. Uh, if we had a real session, or we're pushing the intensity, I don't, I don't know why I'm calling it a real session, a more intense session, uh, I introduced them to trap bar deadlifts, and we would do trap, trap bar deadlift clean pulls. So I didn't bother, sometimes, especially with groups like this, I won't bother going through teaching them the clean and doing a full clean progression. But something like a trap bar deadlift, and then you add that little shrugger, that little jump, you really replicate the clean. You really replicate the clean. So I did. We do a two, do trap bar deadlift clean pulls, and or in that really wide defensive stance, similar to a wide defensive stance, we would do sumo deadlifts. And the sumo deadlifts actually, later on in the season, I had them doing eccentrics, and that kept the load down, kept the overall load down. But they were doing eccentric reps of about uh, six seconds. Uh, and then another go-to, uh, I believe this was one of our primers, um, medicine ball Turkish get-ups. I really like that. It forced the guys to really focus on stabilizing. They have something that's a little unstable because it's a ball. Um, but most of their, their ball players are tall guys, big hands. And uh, they got through that. To finish off with our sessions, or you know what, I'll, I'll even add this caveat in. So once I had, remember, I started with this team in November. And it wasn't really until January, February, I felt that they had developed the muscularity and the use to a consistent strength and conditioning program. So once I had gotten to that point, then I started introducing stuff like uh, croc rows, 
um, especially in our body armor days, uh, chain flies, especially because the length of some of these taller guys, we can get still get them doing flies, but unload their shoulders at the bottom of the range of motion. Beautiful. I love that for uh, bigger, taller athletes doing chain flies. So I waited, and sometimes as a coach, I'll say this for myself as a trainer, it's hard to do because you right off the bat, I want to push people just below their comfort zone, if not around or out of their comfort zone. But when you're working with athletes, especially when you're working with athletes in season, I've become a bigger and bigger and bigger fan of microdosing the training. And we would start off with very minimal. And once I realized that they've gotten used to it and they can handle it, I'm talking to them the next day. And after after practice or before games, how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel? How do you guys feel? And for the most part, I've, it's very, I don't think I've had a team or a group here yet that is um, having issues. Um, then later on, to finish our sessions, we would go and we'd be doing soft tissue work. So I, w- I learned a lot of this stuff from Kelly Sturette, uh, where I'd get the boys, they'd have a partner, you lay them down, partner palm walk, uh, walking on your partner's calves, walking on your partner's thighs, really getting into the, to the soft tissue and, and working it in. And they really like that. Again, that's another point that's going to build camaraderie um, when you trust the teammates take care of you and help you with your recovery. And then, uh, and then, um, just uh, meditatively, <clears throat> we sometimes we'd finish off with a meditation. So I've I've taught my guys how to do tapping. It's a tapping meditation. I learned this from Russell Brand. I forget the guy the that the guy that was side by side doing it with him. Um, but tapping, you know, tap top of the head. It's just, I sh- I'm saying you know, but probably a lot of you guys don't know. Uh, over the eyes, side of the eyes, below the eyes, below the mouth. Sorry, on top of the mouth, below the mouth, side of the hand, top of the chest, and then the side uh, just below the armpit. So you're ge- you're basically gently just tapping those those points with your fingers, um, in combination with autonomic or belly breathing, and that really helps you come down to a state of calm. Uh, I've used this with multiple of our groups now, and, and it's been quite effective. I use it to finish a session, excuse me, so that I can pull athletes right out of fight or flight, which we probably entered with training, the thrill of training, and go right into parasympathetic state and rest and digest. They're going to start recovering faster, digesting their food better in that rested state. And then, you know, took the advantage. There was a couple times I actually took the advantage to do like a visualization meditation. I know for me that that's helped me incredibly, the ability to visualize. Um, talking about imagining yourself on game day. Uh, what's your role? Where you're going to be? What's that going to look like? Making that big play, cheering on your teammates. And everybody on the team is is seeing how they fill out in that, whether that's the guy that's just sitting on the bench and how it's going to feel for him to the guy that might be taking the game-winning shot and how that's going to feel for him. So that meditation was also a piece that really worked really well. You know, we had a successful season. I don't. If you don't win the championship, I think uh, all coaches and players involved are going to be like, oh, man, what a disappointment. <laughs> but but I had really fun with my, my first year here with uh, basketball. <laughs> Um, for UCC, great group of guys. We're going to keep building the program and, and get better and better and better. Uh, if you want something similar, just reach out to me, jg at allpoints.fit or at coach underscore jg on Instagram. Um, done a lot of work with basketball players at the uh, junior and the collegiate level. So if, if you do have interest in, in programming or want to know how you can uh, optimize your playing and, and, and get better as a player, give me a shout. All right, take care. We'll see you guys later.